Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, this is Olivia Cook. And I'm Amber Duffney. And this is The Empowered Woman. Badass and unfiltered. My co-host Amber and I created this podcast to highlight the badass women we know and love. We did this with the goal of empowering women and supporting each other on the journey of life and business. We show women that they can still be a badass, make a difference in the world, leave a legacy, all while rocking their femininity. Now let's dive in. Have you ever had health issues, but doctors don't have answers for you? Your next step may be to see multiple specialists, only to feel defeated when those specialists don't have answers either. Now, could you imagine dealing with that health issue for four or five, six, seven years and still not getting answers? That is what my guest today went through. It turns out that she had a, co- a common autoimmune disease called Sjogren's syndrome. 200,000 Americans are diagnosed with this autoimmune disease annually. This wouldn't be the empowered woman, badass, and unfiltered podcast if she didn't have a story of triumph. Divya is a certified health coach and focuses on helping women with Sjogren's syndrome recover their vitality and reclaim their life. Today, she will be sharing her story and giving suggestions on coping with Sjogren's syndrome. This is for you if you suffer from or know someone that suffers from Sjogren's syndrome. As always, the links to contact her are in the show notes below. Thank you so much, Divya Dawn, for joining me today. And I'd love to hear more about your story. Hi, thank you so much uh, for having me. And uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thanks, thanks. So yeah, tell me about when you first started like feeling these symptoms. Sure. Yeah, Olivia. So I was, um, I started having those symptoms. Uh, well, when I look back now, actually, I had the sim- I had some symptoms here and there, which did not really tell me that this is, this is some kind of autoimmune disorder going on inside me. And, uh, you know, like carpal tunnel syndrome, like a lot of digestive issues, he- constant headaches, and stuff like those, which also indicate to an autoimmune disorder. But this all went full blown into a flare up in 2013. And then that's when I was diagnosed with Sjogren's syndrome. And will you elaborate on what, like for the listeners that are listening that don't know what it is, will you give more detail? Cause I, you've, you've lived this. I haven't. So um, can you, yeah, just elaborate on that. You mean elaborate on what Sjogren's syndrome is? Yes, please. All right, sure. Yes, so many people don't know what Sjogren's syndrome is. And so it is characterized by the immune system of the body attacking the wet glands, which are the eyes, the nose, the mouth, vagina, and uh, even the digestive system. Because 
there is some mucus in there too. So everything starts drying up. But apart, these are the primary syndromes. But apart from there, there can be, uh, apart from these, there can be other symptoms which are, you know, which can seem like any other autoimmune disorder, which can be neuropathy, uh, joint pains and aches, digestive issues, um, you know, uh, Raynaud syndrome, which is actually the numbing of all the extremities in the body, and um, also bronchitis, uh, dental decay because the mouth is dry, so dental decay starts happening, and you know many other symptoms. And that is how that is how Sjogren's syndrome really is defined. And we we know that there's not a cure for it yet. There's just treatment. Mm-hmm. So. When you found this out to begin with, like when you found it out, like how long did the process take to even, and how many doctors did you have to go to before you got an answer? I had to go to many doctors to first, to be able to go to one rheumatologist who actually was finally able to tell me that, you know, who was able to even pinpoint to the point that this is Sjogren's syndrome because he was the only one who understood. Others were, some said it is ankylizing spondylitis. Some were like, I'm not sure. And, you know, I was just going here and there and not getting any answers. And this one rheumatologist actually, after so many, was able to tell me that I have Sjogren's syndrome. So it took a while. It does, And it does take a while for most people uh, before they're diagnosed with Sjogren's syndrome. Or any other autoimmune disorder for that matter. Mm. And what were some of your thoughts while you were going through that process of still not knowing what you're going through, like not knowing what you have and just, you know, finding people? Yeah. So, so to put that into perspective, what I was going through was that I was having a lot of joint pains and aches and it, it almost felt like this pain is gripping myself into it. And I just couldn't move when I was having that flare up in the pain and not uh, when, when the effect of the uh, painkiller faded away, that's when I was feeling the pain because most of the time I was on painkiller. And in those times when the, fade, the painkiller effect faded away, um, I had this gripping pain. I couldn't breathe. My lungs, my you know chest was gripped in this pain. All my joints, all my muscles, I just couldn't move. Um, you know, for example, if I open my hands, I couldn't close them. And if I close my hands, I can't open them easily. And the same happened with the knee movement. So if I sit down somewhere, I cannot get up without, I couldn't get up without anyone helping me. For example, my husband or my son, they used to help me get up. And, you know, the same thing happened if I wanted to sit down. So they were so stiff and achy that um, it was almost debilitating. And how long was like, how long did you suffer from those symptoms? So that was at the peak of my flare up when when all this started happening. And uh, they were there for like four or five months. These symptoms were there with me. Oh, my goodness. Mm hmm. Oh, wow. That had to be so painful. And like, what, what were you thinking? Like, wow, you're going through that pain. Yeah. So I, I I just didn't have any, I was obviously, I could feel my energy all shrink up and contracted and just consumed by the pain and the suffering. And, 
not really understanding what to do, what not to do, what is going on with me, how to, you know, I, I was in fact also thinking that th- there has to be a way out. There has to be a way out. What should I do? You know, how do I get better? And uh, so I was violent. I was in pain researching a lot of stuff. Um, but not until I got my diagnosis that I was, that I understood what I have and what I have to be for the rest of my life. Uh, which with any other autoimmune condition, you know what the doctors say, this is how you're going to live your life. And this is, you can manage it, you cannot cure it, you cannot treat it. And that was really the turning point for me because I did not want that to be my destiny, to live like that and, you you know, those medications and that life defined me. And I was pretty much a badass at that time and I said, in my head, I said, you know, I'm going to kick the Shogun thing in its butt. And uh, I started doing all the research I could. And, you know, I and eventually I did. Uh, I was successful in healing myself, for sure. Oh, my goodness. That's that's awesome. I love that. I love that you're doing that, too, because I didn't realize so many people deal with this. Mm-hmm. And just to even think about those flare ups that you go through for months and just like the pain. So what are some of the things that you do that helps change and improve your life? So there's a variety of things that I do uh, and they, all of them involve lifestyle changes. And the first thing that I would say is uh, I always take a mind and body approach with, especially with autoimmune disorders, because it has to do a lot with how the mind is functioning and how the mind is working and all the stress that we are surrounded with um, and I know 2020 was so stressful for everyone. You know, just the stress of going out and contracting the virus also is uh, very was very stressful. It's still still very stressful. But then all that stress adds up and uh, causes the body to go in a sympathetic nervous system mode. And for all those who don't know what is a sympathetic nervous system mode means, uh, so we in, in our central nervous system in our body, we it is divided into two parts. One is the sympathetic nervous system, and the other is the parasympathetic nervous system. Sympathetic nervous system is when you know you imagine running for your life from a lion, from anything, and and how you you suddenly get a burst of energy. That's when your body is in sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight uh, mode of your body, and. And it is it is very much needed for all of us because that is how our body has learned uh, in in the in the uh, cycle of evolution to survive. But then, mm-hmm. when we do not learn to come, when our when our bodies actually don't know how to come back to the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and relax and heal mode of our body, that's when all the different uh, you know health problems start cropping up and. Uh, it can range from fevers, um, flus, to even uh, things like cancer and autoimmune and stuff like those. That's because the immune system is compromised and that is not the priority uh, for our bodies at that time when the body is in sympathetic nervous system. Because at that moment for the body, the priority is to save your life, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Do you use meditation to do that? Or do you use like other... I absolutely do use meditation and I do use yoga a lot. Um, The reason I use yoga is because it's a mind-body practice 
and it helps align the mind and the body together and bring the body back to the parasympathetic nervous system. So it's a lot to do with like calming yourself. Calming the body, yes. Because absolutely. your your body is on an extra stress mode. It is, absolutely. And I okay, I, I'm I'm wanting to make sure I'm understanding this yeah, completely, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I could definitely see why how meditation would help in that and how yoga would help in that. And are, did your now you said lifestyle, so did what is one of the biggest changes that you made in your lifestyle that was the hardest for you? Sure. So changing, you know, the food habits is the, is the most difficult part. Um, so removing all the junk food, removing all the sugar and switching to all natural foods and colorful foods is the most difficult thing because, you know, we're so used to eating out and, you know, we're so fascinated with everything around us that we most often forget to switch back to the natural foods. But yes, natural foods are the things that always help. And, uh, you know, there are times when I also noticed that uh, there were like three or four days, uh, suppose if it had been a weekend, you know, we've been splurging, eating, drinking, whatever. And uh, although I don't drink, but, you know, then... The fifth day, I feel that craving to go back to probably a you know bowl of salad or like something light like a quinoa or even something light like a khichdi, which is just lentils and rice cooked together with some spices, and which is very soothing for the body. So it's also listening to your body and uh, listening to its intuition, what it's really craving for, and. Uh, decoding all the cravings really that sounded really relaxing i was i was listening to it i was thinking about the lentil and rice soup like meal that you were talking about and i was imagining Mm -hmm. it and (laughs) i was just like yes that would be very soothing for my body like (laughs) um i'm doing keto right now so like i'm like oh the carbs but no that's um i do I, I can relate where you say, you know, after like day four of like being about in this holiday season, I will say, mm-hmm. yeah, I, after Thanksgiving, it was only me and my husband and he made food later and it was just turkey and mac and cheese. I'm telling you that mac and cheese stayed in the house way too long. Mm-hmm. As far as your clients go, what are some of the harder changes that you're seeing for them working with you? I think the biggest change that I've seen in most of the clients is that they find a lot of relief in their stress and uh, the body and the mind calming down. And that really helps with calming the body uh, on the whole with the autoimmune thing. But also, uh, you know, when I uh, walk them step by step through the modules that I have, which we work on virtually, is uh, the difference that I see is also the soothing of the guts happens because uh, we are working with so many natural foods that uh, the he- the healing of the gut starts happening. And it's like the human body is not just, you know, it just, it's not affected by just one thing. There's so many things that affect us 
So it's our environment, it's the stress, it's uh, the foods we eat. Everything together works in synergy to heal us or to make us sick. And so we mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it, it's about bringing everything together step by step uh, so that they can learn how to heal their bodies. Yeah, I am. Um... I love that approach. I love, I, I'm so with the holistic approach because I was looking up. Mm-hmm. I love that you did not say like any medication, like, and I'm sure there are, there is medication to deal with things, be it, but I love how your approach is so much more natural and naturally affordable too. I mean, if you, in the grand scheme of things, if you're just depending on pills every time you have a flare right. up and stuff like that, right. and versus actually just taking care of your, your body, living a more holistic life and fixing some of the, the gut health that you're talking about. I feel like that's definitely a better way to do it. That's right. Yeah. And I do talk about supplements in my prog- program also, but that's really optional. Uh, you know, some people might be comfortable doing it, some might not be, but that's not the focus of the program. There are many other things, and I do suggest some supplements as well, which have worked for me. And uh, so I do use a lot of uh, um, supplements that I used uh, in my research and I found from Ayurveda. So it's it's a very, and the thing I like about Ayurveda is the holistic approach that they have. Um, and so I also use uh, some supplements like trifla, which heals the guts, which it's really soothing for the guts and helps with the constipation, which is most often not discussed, but it's a very, um, it, it is an issue because it uh, messes up the digestion. And uh, that is one of the supplements I use. I also use um, boswellia, which is one of the, herbs used for almost all autoimmune condition in Ayurveda and it is highly highly anti-inflammatory so it really helps the body to calm down the inflammation Um, and this is just one thing and there are many other things which we do to calm down the inflammation in the body in the body I love that um I use a lot of supplements too and I feel like it's not for me when I say I just have this thing against big pharmaceutical Mm -hmm. so and when I watch doctors in coats on YouTube, but they're like, you know, doctors or whatever, they you can tell their 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 videos are very like a specific type of way. Right. And um <laughs> they only talk about they don't they don't talk about this this side of it. And so it makes me and in talking to someone that had it and that is living a better life, um, lifestyle, you know, afterwards. It just makes me question a lot. Um, what were what were some of the things in the past that you were told that did not like necessarily like work for you when you were first being diagnosed, finally diagnosed? With Sjogren's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was put on medication, uh, which was Plaquenil, and had, uh, which is also called hydroxychloroquine. And uh, while it did help me initially, I know that and I knew this, that if I take it for a long time, it's going to damage my eyes. It is toxic for the eyes. So that didn't agree with me for sure. So you take this to feel good for the immediate time and then you go blind, basically. 
Uh, I mean, that's what I'm told. There are many people who are on low doses for a long time and they're fine, but it does have toxicity for the eyes. And I did not take it long enough, uh, voluntarily long enough to <laughs> to see those results because I was, uh, and, and when I was put on that medication, for sure I was told that every three months I have to get my eyes checked because there can be toxicity that, and we need to rule it out right from the beginning. Um, so, so what happens is when they see the toxicity happening, they stop the plaquenil and they put you on some other medication, which. That's really, okay. That's good. That's good. But thank you for clarifying yeah. that. Cause I was like, what? That's crazy. Okay. At least that they're informing people that, that, yeah, that is a side effect. Agree. Yeah. The thing with that didn't agree with me was that I trade one thing for the other thing. So why not have both? And so yeah. that's why I found my own way and uh, did all my research, tried to find ways that, in which I can heal myself and not take a medication that will in turn, you know, uh, cause damage to my eyes. And uh, what? I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, go ahead. I know again. Well, you know, being a health coach um, and being uh, in that area where you know that you can heal the body holistically, it does happen to me occasionally when, you know, I went to, um, I had a very stressful time. And then after that, I had a blood test and had my thyroids tested along with all the other panels that were done. And my thyroid wasn't, <laughs> wasn't normal. It was a little bit high. And my doctor was like, you know, you need to be on the thyroid medication. And uh, so that's another thing, you know, it's, it's like, it's so funny because my husband laughs at me. He's like, you're not never going to take the medication. Uh, whereas I wanted to do my research and find out whether or not I should be on medication. It's not that I'm, you know, against taking medication. Um, and I, so those are the things which I do find with modern medication, modern, modern medicine. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am not against medicine. I'm not against science. Absolutely. Um, it's just yeah, the big pharmaceutical much. companies that overprice their products um, that are just band-aids. And if mm -hmm. they're now, if there are things that really help, and there are things that really help people, like I'm all for the you know advancement of science, but I do think that they're making too much money off of people's um, unfortune, and I don't like that. Um, it doesn't cost as much as they, some of the procedures that they do do not cost as much as they are priced at, but it's because it's business, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So like, uh, that's like a whole it's nother side. I just wanted to clarify, like, be like, I'm not against medicine or science. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, science has done great things for us. Medicine has done great things for us. So absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. I just. But um, what are, for your clients, like, what is your, like, goal for them? Where, like, what is the journey y'all go on together? Sure. So, um, so with, with my clients, I work, them very, work with them very closely. And it's mainly virtually because, um, you know, with technology, it's so much easier. And so I can work with someone from probably Australia or India or, any other country because it's all virtually and uh, I work with them very closely um, and one-on-one -on -one, and I take them by the hand, teach them all the, all the things that I've done 
and go through all those steps so that they can go from a situation where they have dry eyes, dry mouth, which all of them I had, I have experienced all of it. Dry eyes, dry mouth, dry nose, um, and fatigue and joint pains and aches to a situation where they can handle their health better and they know how to work with their bodies and they know how to heal themselves. Okay, that's awesome. How long does it take? Like, is it like a three month, six month type relationship? Like, how long is your. Sure, program? yeah, it's a three month program and it's all virtual. So it's easy for anyone to do and it's kind of like on demand also, along with being one on one. Okay, so you have some like. You have some videos for them to go through. Like, it's like a course. You have a course built, basically. That's right. That's right. I have a course built uh, in which I've used all the steps that I've, I've used for myself and um, which they can access uh, online and at their own time. They don't have to work with my time. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That is awesome that you have that for people. Again, the links are in the comment section below. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to share that we did not cover? Yeah, yes. So I would like to say this, that I know that there's a lot of, um, it is a chronic illness. Sjogren's is a chronic illness. It is a silent disease as well, because, you know, the people who are not experiencing Sjogren's syndrome, most often than not, don't understand what, what it is like, because the fatigue, the pain, the dry eyes, dry mouth. Uh, you know, on the outside, we all seem normal, but for someone who's ha who has Sjogren's, most people can't, don't understand what's going on inside them. So, and and with the kind of medication that I was put on and with the modern science, the only answers that we have is, you know, you be on this medication for your whole life and that is how the life is going to be. We can only manage it. We cannot treat it or cure it. So I do want to give this message out that with Sjogren's syndrome, it is possible to heal yourself. With any autoimmune condition, it is possible to heal yourself. And as I healed myself, um, I am truly inspired to help all the other people who are suffering with, and most people who suffer with Sjogren's syndrome, by the way, are women. So I, I am there to help them in their healing journey, and I can teach them how to heal themselves. So I do want to say that and put that word out. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate that. And as always, the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Podcast, Badass and Unfiltered. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe. For guest opportunities, you can email us at theempoweredwomanpodcast at gmail.com, also linked in the description below. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.